Pastor Xavier Reese and the simple truths to living well. The Christian children, teens and young adults who want to live right and long should ask themselves, is what I'm going to do and get involved and going to honor God and my parents? On the physical level, proper living and right relationships keep us from evil temptations that will ruin our lives. On the emotional level, we can view long life as a blessing because of the quality of life, not being resentful, bitter, anger. You can experience joy and peace and enjoy life in each other. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. This simple truth of Ephesians 6 is quite a contrast to the counterculture of the 60s advocating to not trust anyone over 30. As a matter of fact, the Bible says the surest way to live in real peace is to obey the commands of God. And as Pastor Xavier continues our series of the Ten Commandments, the focus of today's study is the scriptural view of parents. Let's listen. The proclamation of the Fifth Commandment, honorable respect for parents, is the foundation for a stable society. The Fifth Commandment contains a promise of long life. God is the author of life. He allows life to be conceived and formed in the womb. Incredible miracle. Just amazing to me that a child, you know, two people come together sexually. It's just a human being is formed. And then you go in there with your wife and, and, and the baby's born. You can't believe. What a miracle. And then the kicker of it all, he looks like you or her. <laughs> God has purposed children to enjoy long life indirectly by normal means as they're nurtured with food, through parents' loving care and obedience to God. They learn to crawl, walk, and run, coordinate their abilities and everything. As they sleep and exercise, they grow and develop physically and become strong, healthy throughout life. As they are educated, they will be enlarged in understanding about the world and hopefully end up as mature adults with a worldview that's biblical. But God in our text here has also purpose for children to enjoy long life by spiritual means directly honoring their parents. The spiritual protective or perspective of children and young people is vital for longevity. God delegates authority to parents over children for they would be acting as God's representatives for the children. God would hold the parents responsible for the children. God would hold also the children responsible for obeying the parents through the law of God. God doesn't believe in this functionalism. God says, it's your fault. You can't pass the buck. Notice also, the fifth commandment has a commentary given by Paul when he wrote to the Ephesians. Listen to it. Ephesians 6, 2 through 3. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. The word first is protos, which is used a hundred times in the New Testament for, the, to, for first in order as well as first in importance. I think that both of them apply to that word there. It is the first of the commandments that deal with man's relationship to man for the first four dealt with man's relationship to God. That's the priority, the vertical. And it is a chief in order of importance because it is in the Christian home that we are taught right and wrong, 
regarding our fellow man and our relationship to man. The things that follow. Murder, adultery, stealing, false witness, coveting. We learn that in the home. And those are absolutes throughout every civilization. There's not a civilization that has a law that the norm is to kill everybody, to steal things. These are absolute norms, all human society. The promise of long life not only speaks of quantity of life, but a quality of life, as you know, honoring God and then parents to perpetuate the covenant people of God. That it may be well with the children, young adults, they live long on the earth. That they may enjoy life with their creator, the redeemer, in communion, not in rebellion. That they may be submissive to God first and then evidence of that, the submission to their parents Listen to Leviticus 19, 32. You shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man and fear your God. I am the Lord. Time Partners with CNN US by Lance Morrow, Monday, July 16th, 201. Listen. The court the cessation persuaded itself to uphold last year's Parochi decision in which a men- mentally retarded boy received damages caused uh, because he had not been aborted. He sued his parents. The abandonment of common sense is not an exclusive French problem, but it is a disturbing to find that French courts are affirming Nazi principles of eugenics. The decision Savers of Vichy, which is the town south-central France used for the headquarters of the Nazis, serving as a puppet government. The court's logic, which is the true deformity, would be encouraged wholesale parental slaughter. It stigmatizes the handicap in the states and states as a principal law that they never should have been born. Such children are an heir that would in the utopia towards which the idealism of the law aspires be eliminated preemptively. That's Mein Kampf, okay? Now, under the menace of this decision, French doctors, whenever the slightest shadow turns up on the sonogram, will advise abort. Perfect children are mandated by law. Parents will be considered irresponsible if they bring forth a specimen less than perfect. This is now, ladies and gentlemen, and it's in America also. The two sons of Eli are a perfect example of God's promise of taking life from dishonoring parents. Hophni and Phinehas were laying with the women in the temple. They were stealing from the, from the offerings. They weren't honoring their father or God, and God slew them when they took the ark out to battle in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and 4. Absalom, the son of David, dishonored his father, went up to the rooftop and went into all his concubines sexually, destroying all possibility of reconciliation, and God allowed him to be slain as David's forces went after him in 2 Samuel 18. The sons and daughters who dishonored parents are executed and were executed by the nation according to the law. Listen carefully. Leviticus 20, verse 9. For everyone who curses father and his mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father and his mother. His blood shall be upon him. The child is responsible at the age of knowledge for his actions. Quit defending and justifying your child. Make him responsible at the age level that he's at. Deuteronomy 2, 
18 through 21. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the, the voice of his father and voice of his mother, uh, and who, when they have chastened him, so this is not just a one deal. This is talking about, you know, parents go the extra mile, and will not heed them. Then his father and his mother shall take him hold of him and bring him to the elders of the city at the gate of the city, and they shall say to the elders of the city, listen carefully, this son of ours is stubborn, rebellious. He will not obey the, our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones, so you shall put away evil from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. No deterrence? God says there's a deterrence. Give that to some judges. They can't tell the difference between justice and injustice. The dishonor of parents is evident by many things. Not caring for aged parents, not visiting them in uh, retirement homes, just leaving them there alone. Divorcing from their parents, being emancipated from their parents, whatever you want to call it, let alone killing their parents. That's a big rise too. The scriptures are clear about ungodly youth. Listen to Proverbs 30, verse 11 through 14. Listen carefully. There's a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. There's a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up, proud, arrogant. There's a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Man's good? Good for nothing. The Christian children, teens and young adults, who want to live right and long should ask themselves, is what I'm going to do and get involved and going to honor God and my parents? On the physical level, proper living and right relationships keep us from evil, temptations that will ruin our lives. Illness, disease, and deterioration of our body will occur not as fast. Living decent, moral lives, honoring God and parents will be part of that combination and formula. That doesn't mean that people don't die healthy or young. They do. We live in a fallen world. Disease and that, it's all part of the fall. But you have God in the equation. On the emotional level, we can view long life as a blessing because of the quality of life. Not being resentful, bitter, anger. You can experience joy and peace and enjoy life. You understand? And each other. Big difference. On the spiritual level, God at all times and at times takes life of the wicked as well as the saint. Discipline or judgment during the life. And then sometimes he allows evil people to really go on, which in itself could be judgment. Psalm 104, 29 says, You hide your face, they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, Ecclesiastes says, Before the difficult days come and the years draw near when you have no pleasure in them when you get old. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 1, and verse 13 through 14. Hebrews 12, 9 puts it this way. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits, and live? Yes. The higher authority. The lessons from the lesson, lesser to the greater. The injunction for the fifth commandment to live long is the, is the perpetuation of a godly society. 
How do we translate for today? The church, ladies and gentlemen. You are the church of Jesus Christ, not this building. You, if you're living the word out. If you're playing games, you're a phony. You're a hypocrite. And judgment falls upon you or myself if we're such. Notice thirdly, the location to live out the fifth commandment. Upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The fifth commandment was to help sons and daughters enjoy the abundance God was going to give them in the land, listen, of Canaan. This is the context. The land was a gift from God. Let me give you some scriptures. Genesis 15, 18. The Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying to your descendants, I have given the land from the river of Egypt to the river to the great river Euphrates. Euphrates down to the sea. The parameters are just huge. It's never been occupied. He gave it to him as a gift. In Genesis 17, 8, I give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger. All the land, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession, I will be their God. The land belongs to Israel, even today. Leviticus 20, 24, but I have said to you, you shall inherit their land. And I will give it to you for possession, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has separated you from the peoples. In the land, but separate from the people. Insulation, not isolation. You understand? But it's a very dangerous land. And it's a gift from God. It belongs to them, no one else. And God was taking them in there to judge the people because they were living, as I'm going to show you, a horrible way, just the way America is living. The enjoyment of the land and remaining independent upon obeying and transmitting their faith to their children. The Shema of Israel. Listen to it in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 15. By putting God first in His word. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your strength. All these words which I command you today you shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Talk to them when you sit up in your house. When you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign in your hand and before your front and between your eyes. That's the phylacteries of the Pharisees. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house, your gates. So it shall be the Lord your God brings you into the land which I swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of good things which you did not fill, Hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware, lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall take oaths in his name. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the people who are all around you. For the Lord your God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord your God be aroused against you and destroy you from the face of the earth. Also by accountability. Deuteronomy 4.26, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess and you will not prolong your days in it but will utterly be destroyed. Moses prophesied before they go in that they're not going to make it. Now, God didn't cause them to disobey. God only said they were going to disobey. Prophecy doesn't mean he makes somebody do it. It just tells you he's going to do it. You understand? Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 16, by exhorting them. See, I have said before you today, life and good, death and evil, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments, and you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. 
Let me give you one more. 32, Deuteronomy 46 to 47, by guarding their hearts. Set your heart on all the words which I testify among you today, which you shall command your children to be careful to observe all the words of the law, for it is not a futile thing for you, because it is your life. And by this word you shall prolong your days in the land which you cross over Jordan to possess it. Amazing. Now the fifth commandment then was to insulate sons and daughters from the evil of the land of Canaan. The land was given to them, but there's danger. Leviticus 20 verse 3 says, they sacrifice babies in the land. Listen, I will set my face against that man that will cut him off from his people because he has given some of his descendants to Molech to defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. Molech was a god that heated up their arms and they put their babies in their burning arms while they cut themselves and afflicted themselves and sacrificed their babies. We do the same in abortion today. More babies every day since 1973 that were killed in the two towers. Every day since 73. Every day, multiply that. You need a big calculator. Bestiality. Leviticus 18.23. Nor shall you mate with any animal to defile yourselves with it, nor shall any woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It's perversion. This is common in other countries. I'm sure it's here already. Homosexuality. Leviticus 20, 13, and it's only one of many. If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Now, don't run out of here saying, I'm, telling, I'm saying that homosexuals should be killed. I'm not saying that. This is the law of God in the Old Testament. The point of homosexuality is not natural. It's not what God approves. It's not what God designed us for. The physiological consequences of the body of such relationships are so gruesome and so costly, we can't even discuss them in public. The occult was going on. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12. He says, There shall not be found among you anyone who makes a son and daughter to pass through the fire, that's Moloch again, one who practices witchcraft, soothsayers, or one who interprets omens, or sorcerers, or conjures spells, or mediums, or spiritists, or one who calls upon the dead. For all those do those things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12. Listen to Leviticus 18, 3-5. According to the doing of the land of Egypt, where you dwell, you shall not do according to the doings of the land of Canaan, where I am bringing you. You shall not do, nor shall you walk in their ordinances. You shall observe my judgment and keep my ordinances to walk in them. I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore keep my statutes, my judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them. I am the Lord. Leviticus 18, 3-5. There's a long list of incest in chapter 18, verse 6 through 18. And that is very common today in America. For all these abominations the men of the land have done who were before you. Listen. And thus is defiled. Lest the land vomit you out also when you defile it as it vomited out the nations that were before you. Leviticus 18, 27 and 28. Our land in America is vomiting us out. Because everything that I've given to you here is occurring in our land on an acceptable level. The nation made covenant with other gods, the land. They went into captivity, 722 to Assyria. 606, 596, final one, 586, 
to Babylon. In, 19, in, in 70 AD, Titus destroyed Jerusalem, burned up the temple, killed most of the Jews, scattered them through the world, and sold them in slavery. They had no homeland for 2,000 years, just about. 1948, they declared their independence for the third time. God means what he says, and he says what he means. You're going to fear someone, you better fear God. The agencies of Planned Parenthood, educators and agencies that under the pretext of concern for children undermine the, and usurp the authority of parents over their children and teaching them, encouraging them by counseling, and therefore taking away the rights of parents. And so the youth of America are being deceived through indoctrination of liberal humanism that destroys the nucleus of the family. Fathers, you watch your sons and your daughters. You're the high priest. God will hold you responsible as long as they live in your home. What you allow, what you compromise. It's a dangerous world out there. Some of the evidences of these characteristics of our society, despite the boasting and pride of politicians and educators, um, let me give you some of these. This is a book, When America Told the Truth. It's not a Christian book. It's very straightforward. A survey from west to east during the 90s. Listen carefully. This is 18 years ago, so it's a lot worse today. Teen pregnancies had increased 400% since 1972-73 when prayer was removed from school. Gonorrhea had gone up 400% since 1962-63 when prayer was removed. AIDS was the sixth leading cause of death among young adults, having increased 62% since 1990, and the number of teens was, with AIDS is doubled at that time every 14 months. Go back to 1990, and it doubled every 14 months. Make the projection today. If you're a teen and you're messing around, you're playing Russian roulette. You're dead. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Since 1962-63, Supreme Court decision, stat scores have declined dramatically every year without exception until 1989 due to the dishonest manipulation of the educators by remoring, which is nothing more than taking the one slow level and making it the average high. So that C became an A. It's a dumbing down of America. The overwhelming reason teenagers gave for starting sex early was a powerful force of peer pressure. Peer pressure without any effective counterforce by parents or educators. Adults are selling sex to children, to cosmetics, advertisement, clothing, music, everything. By age 13, many girls were spending up to $250 in adult cosmetics. Let your children be children, ladies and gentlemen. Protect them. The location to live out the fifth commandment is wherever Christians live in society. My ability to live Christ out is Christ, not the society. I'm to be insulated, not isolated. The boat belongs in the water. It's when the water gets in the boat that the boat gets in trouble. How are we doing with the water? Here's the fifth commandment. It's marked by the proclamation of the fifth commandment. Honorable respect for parents is the foundation for a stable society. The injunction for the fifth commandment, to live long, is the perpetuation of a godly society. And the location to live out the fifth commandment is wherever Christians live in society. Russia, China, America, Mexico, the moon. It really doesn't matter. You understand? How are we doing living out Christ? Do we count the cost? Or are we part of the problem of the cost? We have to ask ourselves those questions, ladies and gentlemen. Because 
our children are at risk. Pastor Xavier is illustrating how a stable society begins with a stable family as a result of the obedience to God's commands. Now, just before we close, let me quickly mention that copies of today's study titled The Scriptural View of Parents are available on CD for just $4. And this will also include everything Pastor Xavier shared the last time we were together as well. And the title to ask for, once again, is The Scriptural View of Parents. Or you can mention today's date. You can request your copy by writing Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make a request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And thanks for mentioning the call letters of this station when you get in touch. This helps us track the effectiveness of this ministry in your area. And then join us for more Simple Truths next time with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California www.calvarychapelpasadena.com